स्टूडियो This is a medium where the key metric is much different than what you see elsewhere. So there's been shifts already where uh, brands or apps, for instance, have stopped seeing monthly active users and are more dependent today on daily active users. Websites have stopped looking at page views and are now considering sessions as a better metric. So eventually, we'll have to evolve to what I believe should ideally be the measurement, which is a cost per listen. Welcome back to Podcast Unfiltered, a podcast about creating podcasts and amazing podcasters. I'm your host, Vijay Gautam. For the past four years, I have had the opportunity to produce tons of shows and learn from some of the most amazing creators of the country. Podcast Unfiltered is my attempt to give you a sneak peek into the creative process of some of the most iconic podcasters of the country and bring forth insights that's shaping the podcast industry in India today. In the past few years of my podcasting journey, one of the most asked questions is how does podcast monetization work? How can I pitch my show to sponsors? What are the different ways to generate revenue from my show and so on? While there are several ways to monetize the podcast, one of the most common ways is through sponsorships and advertisement. In this episode, we'll try and look at podcast sponsorship and advertisement as holistically as possible. So this entire episode is kind of divided in three parts. First, we'll try and understand the creator side of things. What do you need to understand about podcast monetization? How do you set your show for monetization? And in the second part, we'll try and cover what are the things brand managers and sponsors looking on a podcast sponsorship? How can you make it a win-win deal for both you and the brand? And at the end, we discuss how should you pitch your show? How do you decide the rates for sponsorships and so on? To discuss this, I have invited Aditya Kuber in this episode. Aditya understands Indian podcasting scene inside out. He has worked in the past with Audioboom, where his role was to bring advertisers on podcasts. Later, he moved on to head the podcast division at Book My Show, and now he runs his own podcast company, Idea Brew Studios. You will find our conversation very comprehensive, and to be honest, I have learned a ton in this episode. Let's dive in. Welcome to Podcast Unfiltered, Aditya. Thank you for being on the show. Hey, thanks, Vijay. Thanks for inviting me. Pleasure to be on the show with you. So Aditya, you have been in, in the podcasting game for a while. You have worked with Audioboom and Book My Show for the past. And, uh, you know, you have been in the podcasting game basically even before it was a thing here in India, right? So how have you seen this medium evolved in this past, uh, you know, few years that you have been part of this? It's It's been quite a journey. You know, I first started work in podcasting full-fledgedly around 2016. And that was a time when, you know, the whole list of podcasters in India could probably fit on maybe one side of a small notebook. You called up five or six people and you covered probably 80% of podcasts that were happening in India uh, being created mm. no matter where. And I'm not joking yeah. in about in two trips to Bangalore and Delhi, I think it covered everyone. So mm. from there to the point today where it's practically 
impossible to combine that list no matter what platform you look at it's been a huge huge growth that i've seen uh, i've also been very lucky to uh, see so many great new creators come out break out through podcasting as their primary communication preferred point and i think it's just still the beginning for podcasters and podcasting in india absolutely and i always say like you know we are not even at the 5% of where the podcasting and i don't think it's even 1% of where the podcasting can go you know given the size and volume that we have here in india uh, and we are just at the beginning of the you know podcast growth i don't remember who said this but you know it's like a more of a sunrise medium than the dawn medium right so a lot of people are getting into podcasting lately and i often get asked like hey when can i make money from the podcast can i make money from the podcast and that too even before you know creating a podcast while they are contemplating the idea of the podcast and they are like hey can i make money out of the podcast this is often the question that i get asked right and i kind of try and educate them on hey you know this is how it works and you know right now the podcast you might not end up becoming rich but this is a great time for you to start building your audience and start building your community now i would like to ask you what are some of the things a podcaster needs to understand before he can think about monetizing his content this is actually very important i mean the number of times i have been asked by creators uh, that when will i see money as recently as last week someone said how much money will i make in the first quarter and yeah. look the first thing you have to really ask yourself is how does any piece of content make money no forget podcasts the same applies yeah. for video for text for anything that you publish out there it's all based on audience if advertising is the way you're going to make money your audience size will always be the first question or the first barrier that you need to break through the moment you've broken through that and you've hit some critical mass and this is really where it gets a little more confusing for some because the critical mass is not necessarily defined it varies it can vary from genre to genre for something very super specialized even a small sample or a small repeat audience is a good number but something very generic like a sports or a news you need to have volumes so coming back to what podcasters and creators need to be aware of is first focus has to be on is your content good enough to be sponsored or to make money be mm. self critical you know ask people around ask other creators and be open to getting criticized from the point of view of improvement there will be a lot of folks who will say great start good going don't fall mm. for that your first episode is probably going to be terrible understand that and start there benchmark yourself against some of the best in the industry and I'm still talking content I'm still not even talking about making money here. Your first month yeah. or two month will just be about creating content, making sure you're consistent with your content, starting to build an audience. How are you building your audience? Is it only dependent on the various podcast platforms? Do you have a strong social media game? Are you able to consistently show growth on a weekly basis or on a daily basis for every episode? And what is the absolute mass you can drive per episode? If after one month you've had four or six or ten episodes, and you can say that every episode is getting thousand, two thousand, ten thousand listens, and that's growing, then you're on the right track. If your numbers stagnate mm -hmm. or start to fall, that's your first indicator that something is wrong. Uh, you need mm -hmm. to relook at how your content is being put out there. Uh, so be very self-critical. Monetization is probably the last aspect. in your entire journey and it will not happen until you're very honest with yourself about the quality of your content absolutely and i kind of agree with the fact that you know while it's important for you to look at and you know on the long term perspective like hey how am i gonna uh, make any revenue if any in the future for my podcast but the first step is like is my content even worth uh, monetizing right why yeah. would somebody want to put money on my podcast you know if you can't answer to the question like why then i think it's time for you to go back to your drawing board and start asking that question again and maybe you know going deeper and maybe uh, you know speaking with other creators seeing how they are kind of thinking about it um and yeah. getting into conversation 
while you know we all understand that okay let's first focus on the content but i'm a believer that you know what but still from the day one itself you need to have monetization on the mind a lot of people mistaken when we are having this kind of conversation saying that hey you know what you should first even before you think about monetization you should think about the content a lot of people mistake that saying that oh i should not think about making money for the next 5 years right you know that's not what we are saying right but that thought that strategy that's something that you know you need to start from day one itself right so yeah. what are some of the things that you know you want people to kind of ensure even though there's not gonna, you know any, any money flowing into the first few months of podcasting yeah. but what are the things that you know um, they can ensure to you know strategize this for the longer term i think that's a great point so yes please don't misunderstand uh, the earlier statement that your content first needs to be uh, monetization worthy as being something uh, which means you should not look for monetization no please uh, make sure you your setup uh, of your show or your content the way you structure it is sponsor friendly is advertising friendly identify where advertisers are today so in podcasting mm-hmm. a lot of revenue is still being generated through sponsorships at a very smaller level uh there are some programmatic movements happening are you even set up to deliver on those that's a technical question uh, in terms of where you are hosted does your host offer you hooks into programmatic but when you're planning your content okay ask yourself is there are there segments that are sponsor friendly can i create segments that allow me to take them to a sponsor will this allow me to create create some more talking points on maybe social platforms that a sponsor will want to be a part of is there something which is very naturally sponsorable uh, that i can create as a part of my show which has repeat value which starts building its own identity so be aware of all that you are going to build in your content be very very specific about the audience that you are targeting you know don't waver too much don't go all over the place if you are doing a show about a certain topic that appeals to a certain segment and this has nothing to do with age or location it's it's an interest based thing stay true to that audience because as you build your community of listeners sponsors and brands want that because the, the value of your content and the value that a sponsor will put on it will eventually come from how strong and loyal your community is and how consistently it's growing absolutely and aditya you know in our conversation you have mentioned that you know what whenever you guys are thinking about creating podcast or commissioning the shows or producing them originally you look at whether the show is uh, you know either scalable or monetizable idea right so yeah. how do you evaluate are there some metrics that you look at where you say that oh you know what i think this podcast you know is scalable or monetizable will that happen we don't know right but we all you know work on a kind of a uh assumptions but are there any framework to kind of help you define that whether this show will work uh this idea will kick off and you know generate any revenue down the line so that's a very difficult one you know there's a lot of subjectivity i mean one argument yeah. you could logically make is if there are 50 shows about a topic is there a space for a 51st about the same topic mm. and uh therefore how fast can my show grow or that also actually another way to look at it is if 50 creators are in that space there is already a community around that topic and if you can make your content well enough you could dip into an existing community and grow faster than trying yeah. to build a community from scratch maybe for a topic that doesn't exist uh yeah. but more than anything in terms of a framework question that you asked uh a lot of it as it will go with a lot of independent content creation uh has to be around time effort consistency you know all the things that you would associate with any new business growth almost you know treat your podcast as a business have a plan for it have a first month plan have a first episode or a 10 episode plan and then uh, see where you want to go from there evaluate constantly evaluate uh, every mm-hmm. month look at your numbers look at other metrics if your hosting provider offers it look at what point your uh, your listeners are dropping off and why uh, is there a specific uh, 
feedback that you're getting ask for reviews from listeners uh, but be very critical if after two months your numbers are still flattened in the double digits maybe that's not the topic or maybe this is not your thing uh, mm. it, it's it's great to be putting stuff out there uh, but if no one's really listening you're never really going to make money on that absolutely so um while we all know that you know podcast monetization is something that has you know started um, and you know very uh, sporadically for creators um so over the years how have you seen kind of money flowing into the medium here in india like you know what used to be even though those little bits and pieces right where is money flowing in right now in podcasting and this is also for the people who are podcasters themselves who have been doing podcast for a while and they haven't really gone out to explore what's happening in the market and just being on their shell so it'd be good for you know all of us to know hey these are the different ways people are kind of making money in podcast right now uh, what are some of those and how is money flowing so a lot of it is today still being uh, funded through let's say strong partnerships where maybe internal communication is a purpose for podcast creators uh or for the commissioning uh, partner uh, like a company wants to create podcasts for management to speak with employees because they distributed it's a more intimate way to connect with your audience uh, and employees in this case uh, other uh, revenue slowly very slowly it's still a trickle is starting to come in from brands and mm. how you reach out to them is a very uh, typical route of going through advertising agencies brand managers but more importantly you need to have a very strong analytics deck ready to talk through what uh, you offer them and why they should uh, advertise with you a third of course are routes like patreon etc but uh, mm. those are even harder very honestly to make money unless you have a very large community so far a lot of uh, revenue that podcasters have made has come uh, a through connections where uh, some sponsor or a brand has found a very deep connection with the content and therefore wants to be a part of that narrative so it finally comes down to how good and how a uh, stronger community is absolutely so uh, you know we'll come back to how do you actually you know pitch and reach out to the sponsors later on but first you know let's try and understand now from the brand's perspective or advertisers because that's something that we have started seeing some interest in where brands are really interested in now putting money in the podcast they are open to uh, you know sponsor obviously not as much as aditya you and i would like but there are some good signs there are some really good early signs and which you know we are uh, we we feel happy about right so from the brand managers standpoint why podcast is different medium and comparing let's say the podcast listens with the youtube views or instagram views doesn't work so two three things one as a standard today when anyone's looking to buy advertising against a piece of content it's ingrained to buy it on two or three basis uh, formats you know one is what is called as a cpm a cost per mil or a cost per thousand impressions a second is a cost per click and these are both very inherent to a visual medium yeah. uh, on podcasts other than a couple of platforms there is no one who's offering a secondary sort of a click opportunity even if they did the way podcasts are consumed most people are listening to it in the background you hit play your device is back in your pocket even if it is not you don't have any reason to be on the screen you're probably doing something else so it's passive consumption again so the whole cpc model more or less dies there and the cost per thousand impressions is now being extended to ads being played within your stream within your content and i don't know if that's a fair way to serve and measure this it's probably in a lot of ways lazy uh, in the way it has come because it's just easy to extend it here what works for video what works for uh, banner ads on traditional websites uh, you know let's just put that into audio as well how hard can it be 
Um, But this is a medium where the key metric is much different than what you see elsewhere. So there's been shifts already where uh, brands or apps, for instance, have stopped seeing monthly active users and are more dependent today on daily active users. Websites have stopped looking at page views and are now considering sessions as a better metric. So eventually we'll have to evolve to what I believe should ideally be the measurement, which is a cost per listen rather than a cost per thousand impressions. And I'll tell you why that works is uh, on a cost per listen basis, you are then looking at, okay, if I'm paying per listen, how much time is someone listening to this? And that's really where the consistency and the quality of the content starts to shine through. Uh, Every podcaster today is able to measure the drop off at a 25, 50, 75% mark. Uh, And if any, to all the podcasters out there, if you're not, please figure out a way you can do that. Uh, Most of your major platforms offer this information within their analytics view. Yes, Apple Podcast and Spotify does. Exactly. Um, And by the way, if you guys have never been to Apple Podcast dashboard or the Spotify dashboard, go ahead and check out and you would be surprised to see how people are engaging with your show. Where are yeah. they dropping off? So you see all that information today. Yep, go ahead. So once, let's say, as as a brand uh, manager, you've, you've figured out that the quality of the audience is more important than necessarily the volume. And uh, mm-hmm. as a creator, you're able to say that, hey, out of my 100 listeners, uh, 30 are making it to the 75% mark, uh, 25 are making it to the 50% mark, and the rest of them are falling off at the 25% mark. Uh, you're in a position to value your audience slightly differently. Uh, You can then start Mm. applying metrics that the cost per listen for someone reaching a 75% mark is higher than a 50 or a 25%. And where at a CPM level, you probably would have made 10 rupees, you're now more likely to make 50 rupees because you've gone into the cost per listen. But it's not just about uh, how much more you're making. Is there value in it for the brand marketer? Because ROI is finally what Mm. they are looking at. Now, in most other formats, your Time spent varies. And I think there's an industry standard, which is around two, three, four minutes for a video view, uh, which is not Mm. bad because there's so much happening. You have two senses involved in there. Here in audio, we've generally seen that as being eight, 10, 12 minutes in in well-produced content and highly engaged uh, content as well. I mean, in the past, I've even seen on an app, average time spent of 20 minutes plus, uh, which is phenomenal. Mm. Uh, Now, if that's the case, you have a highly committed listener Uh, who's not going to be very averse to listening to an ad message of maybe 10, 20, 30 seconds every 8 or 10 minutes. You know, it's actually going to provide them a break if you think about it in the content. And that's where your value starts to come in. So I would very strongly recommend start considering the cost per listen model. It's not standard. It's not even out there. Yeah, maybe you can, you know, go deeper because this is really interesting, right? Uh, I think, you know, comparing that and also this is something that, you know, I often talk about, right? Comparing the microsecond view of Instagram post with the podcast and trying to kind of do the same thing with the highly engaged listener, right? And there's not even comparison in terms of engagement that podcast can drive for the brand uh, with the, you know, Instagram and the stuff, right? So what is cost per listen? How is it different from cost per million, let's say, you know, thousand people listening to the podcast? Like you rightly said, you know, I'm scrolling through Instagram. I see a brand that I moved on, didn't even probably register. Brand was told that, hey, you got another impression. Yeah. They didn't click on it. Okay, too bad. Now, when you do this at scale on on a large social media platform uh, and you deliver your ad to 100 million and a percent, 1% of them click, it's still a large number, which is why that 1% is a good result in a lot of cases. Mm. Uh Here, we don't apply that metric and we accept that our community is not yet at that scale. It will be, but it's not there yet, which means the quality of the audience that is committed and engaged right now is what needs to matter more than the volume of the audience that is uh, consuming this. So at a cost per listen, uh, it's possible to start 
and again break it down literally into the drop off points 25 50 75 let's say anyone who has a consistent number uh, at a 75% consumption point should be able to charge even let's say 2 rupees per listen okay uh, that's mm-hmm. a better value than pennies on the dollar for the uh, cost per thousand impressions format which literally is going at much lesser than that when you look at final uh, values arrived bring it down to one and a half and a one for the other two formats and what you actually have is mm. a much more engaged audience being monetized in a more meaningful format rather than a spray and pray which is what is uh, in most cases happening now uh, when you're doing cost per impression uh, yeah. advertising uh, there are tools today that will allow you to target based on uh, that point uh, and that's really where podcasters need to make the investment in advertising uh, software and advertising tools or work with platforms that allow you to do this uh, where you serve an ad at that 75% point and you only charge for how many times that has been heard and the same thing applies at the 50 and the 25% mm-hmm. mark so it's very transparent for an advertiser you present a report at the end of the month or at the end of the period and say hey your ad was served so many times at the 75% mark so this user is valued at such a value at a 50 it is this and at a 25 it is that and here's mm-hmm. your bill thank you very much you know what you've delivered and you're charging for that so basically what you're suggesting is, um, you know, have 25, 50 and 75 is the different advertisement mark where you are going to play the advertisement instead of maybe doing it in the beginning. Because if you just, you know, start a podcast with the advertisement in the beginning, it's highly likely that the person will just skip and, you know, jump to the content Possibly. in the beginning, right? But when somebody, you know, has their phone on the pocket and they are into it for 25 yeah. minutes, it's highly unlikely that they will pull their phone out and skip that ad, right? So, um, so yeah, just having like 25, 50 and 75 mark and then, you know, uh, three different points and then, you know, just talking to brand and billing them in that manner. Um, absolutely makes sense. Absolutely. You know, uh, that's a really interesting point. And I haven't really thought about, uh, you know, kind of differential. Obviously, there is like a pre-roll, mid-roll and the post-roll concept where it's in, a, in the beginning and, you know, somewhere on the 50% mark. But usually if you think about it, the charge of pre-roll is way higher because that's the first thing the listener is going to listen. But if you really think yeah. about it, that's the ad which is highly likely to be skipped because it's in the beginning of the show itself and people are going to, you know, kind of skip Correct. it, right? So ideally the... They still have the device in their hand. Yeah, because it has the device in their hand where they are just evaluating whether they want to continue listening to this episode or not. They are just, you know, making exactly. sure that they want to continue listening to this podcast if it's for them. And if, you know, if in the first one minute or two, if you are able to hook them, they're just going to turn their screen off, put the phone on their pocket and they are on their jog or on their drive or on their whatever that is. And boom, you got them for the entire episode. It's highly unlikely yeah. that they're going to pull the phone out um, and change the podcast episode unless it's extremely bad, right? So yeah, I mean, that's great. But but if you think about it, right, the people charge, um, you know, less for the mid-roll as compared to pre-roll. But I think that's, it's time for us to kind of rethink because if somebody is reaching out to the mid-roll, that means there is like 80% chance, let's say, that the person is going to listen to the entire thing in the mid-roll uh, as compared to you know the one in the beginning. Yeah, I'm saying stop stop considering everything on the volume mm. basis, which is what the pre-roll sells, and start thinking more on the quality, yeah. uh, which is getting a user to a 50% mark. You know, you've got such an engaged user who's made it halfway through your content. As an advertiser, you know that, okay, anyone making it here is committed to the content and therefore this is a high value customer. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great way to uh, you know look at it. And, and I think all the podcasters listening to this, we should start looking at and talking about these metrics, right? So Aditi, from the brand manager's point of view, right? One metric, as you said, was like, ask podcasters, what is the completion rate? And out of the thousand people who listen to your podcast, how many are you know reaching it to 25, 50 or 75% and above? That's the one metric. Yeah. And what are the other metrics that you know brand managers 
should look at when they are considering uh, the advertisement for the podcast? Uh, absolutely ask about the volumes, ask about the growth rates uh, over a period of time. Uh, you don't want to have a show which has had a great month because they got mm. featured somewhere. Uh, but, you know, the previous month it was at a thousand and this month it's hits a hundred thousand because it's gotten featured and then next month it's mm. again going to drop off. So look for consistency. Don't absolutely don't get conned because uh, any uh, advertiser that's going to have a, a bad experience yeah. is not coming back. You know, this medium can't yeah. afford it right now to have any bad experiences like that. So ask for those metrics. Second, you are going to get geographical uh, information about your listeners in most cases. So uh, as an advertiser, if you don't want uh, or if you specifically want to target a geography, by all means, ask for it. That data is available with almost all platforms and all hosting providers today. So it shouldn't be difficult to get that. Uh, the third is devices, and this will help you have some information or some understanding about the quality of the audience or the type of audience. Uh, and while it's not, unfortunately, uh, yet we don't have too many DMPs which are giving us demographic information, uh, but there is still some indicative or anecdotal data that can be brought out and uh, leveraged as a brand marketer. So ask about device information. What are the apps that your listeners are listening to the most? Uh, if it's Apple Podcasts, you have a certain yes. type of audience. If you have a Spotify, it's another type. If it's a GeoSavan, you have a certain type. Marry that with geographic information, and that's one way to kind of start building the audience profile. Uh, match that to the content, and you've got a bit of a demographic information, and you know whether this is your right audience yeah. or not. Uh, so it's not all uh, blind. There is enough data for a brand marketer to make an informed decision, form a profile of the audience, and then put a value on it. Absolutely. And also, the other thing that I want to talk about in the you know from the brand manager's point of view is if you want somebody to swipe up and buy your product right now, then maybe Instagram story is something that you want to look at. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah. you know, you want to look at maybe YouTube ads or, you know, just working with the YouTube influencers where they just embed and say that just go ahead and grab it right now. And there's the link and you just go ahead and buy it. Right. So, uh, you know, that's the kind of ROI. Maybe you are looking on those mediums. I don't know. Sure. But when should a brand manager look at advertising on the podcast and what are the kind of ROIs that they should be looking at? And, uh, you know, when, when they are thinking of making podcasting part of the marketing budget, what is the ROI they should be looking at? Uh, ROI has to be more in the case of reach here. Uh, plus, uh, a lot, lot to do with the share of voice and growth and awareness of the brand. Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, anyone who wants to promote a sale happening today should not look at podcasting yet. The tools don't exist in most cases to convert that ad into a sale necessarily. Uh, yes, there are ways to do that, like a coupon code, etc. But the friction from moving from uh, having heard something yeah. to yeah to a conversion point is just too much. Uh, not not too much of success yet on that uh, in India at least. It's worked in few other markets. Uh, so ROI, look for reach, you know, uh, reach is a good goal to have, uh, growth in awareness within that specified demographic is a good goal to have. So when you, as a brand marketer are considering podcasts, think of building a community of your own and not everything would have to necessarily be on the conversion side or doesn't have to be very tactical in this case. So what podcasting can definitely give you, uh, is another outlet and a new community that you can tap into build a connection with and then expect returns over a slightly medium to longer term. Yeah. And also I'd like to add onto this, like one is definitely you are getting reach, right? But also when somebody's listening to the podcast, 
the trust that the audience to have in the host is extremely high. I was, uh, you know, listening to Amit Burma from the Scene and Unseen podcast talk about this. He says, like, you know, the the distance that you used to have from the cinema to, you know, where you yeah. see, like, that's there's a few feet distance there. And then when you compare yeah. that with the TV, that you are a bit closer to the medium where you feel a bit closer and also the kind of content where you can relate more and then come down to, let's say, video, right? You are still on the screen. But when it comes to podcast, you are on someone's head. There's like literally yeah. no distance from the physical distance perspective and also from the content point of view, it's like a such an intimate medium where the listener of the podcast feels like I know this guy. Like my exactly. listeners, I have been to certain events and my listeners, some of them like do did walk up to me like they have known me for years and I don't know them. And the reason for that is, and I said, hey, uh, and they came to me, they approached me like, hey, BJ, what's going on and all of that. Like, just like, you know, they know everything about me because they haven't listened to my podcast. They know my personality. They know my sense of humor. They know my flaws and all of that stuff. And they feel like, I know this guy. And when we got in discussion, they, you know, they said like, hey, you know what? For the past one and a half months, I have been just listening to your voice every single morning. I'm just consuming one episode of it. And now think about the when I talk about something, let's say, or when the podcast hosts talk about something, then the recall value, oh, you know what this host said uh, about this product, right? And then the recall value is extremely, extremely high. I have realized like when I said that, hey guys, in the next uh, you know month or so, I'm just going to be at that event. And four people turned out at like 25,000 event where I was attending. And they said like, how do you come to know about this event? And they're like, we heard about it on your podcast and it was not even a promotion. It was just like telling me like, Hey guys, I'm just going to this event. It's, it's a really interesting event. I have attended the season. I mean, last year, this time I'm going again. Like that's how it's driving. And it was not even a promotion. It was just like a mention. No, absolutely. I mean, the whole value of trust in the host is not, you know, can't be undervalued, which yeah. is why host read as an ad position or an ad inventory is the most valuable. And we continue to see that across some of our shows as well, where we have host reads as an option. It does the best. Yeah. It's the highest recall because a, it's native to the content and B, that whole trust factor, which you rightly said that, okay, I like this host. I can trust this host. So if he's telling me about a product, he's not a sellout. Uh, yes, he needs to make money. I'm okay for him to make money, but I'll also trust him. Yeah. But at the same time, the content is adding value, right? So when I took right. that example of like, let's say me attending the personal transformation event, my podcast is on personal transformation, right? And, and you know, that event, if I'm attending that event, if I think that's going to add value, then it's obviously going to add value to your listener as well. Obviously you are not going to sell shampoos and uh, soap on your podcast about personal transformation, right? So I think there's, there has to be the relevance. So I think this is another thing that I, I think, you know, would be great for the brand managers to kind of understand when they are going into podcast instead of just looking at, hey, how many numbers that I'm going to get and, uh, and stuff like that. Um, so now the other thing that I want to talk about is from now podcaster's standpoint, right? Having this understanding of what I should do in my content and also understanding what is it that brands are looking at when I'm going to them, you know, and asking for their money, right? The first question that a lot of people ask is like, hey, and also one thing that you mentioned is, right, which is analytics deck. So let's begin there, right? What are the information that you need to include on the pitch deck that you're going to send to the brands? And Aditya, you have been on the both side. You have been on, you know, being the person who have seen those decks. You are now on the creator side who is sending a lot of those decks. So share with us from, you know, the experience that you have had from the both side. So there's some very basic questions, you know, if let's say I'm buying inventory on a show and you approach me, my first question is, okay, what's the show about? Hmm. I answer that. Uh, don't go on too much. The best thing to do is probably put in a few audio clips, which give a sense of the content. 
uh, that's the best thing to do. So don't leave anything to guesswork. You shouldn't have to explain your show. Just play it for them. Let them listen to it. That's the first step. Uh, second, then the question is, okay, great. What are your numbers? And what are the numbers that you want to really showcase? There are some numbers you have to, uh, but there might be some uh, numbers that are unique to your show and uh, that you want to showcase. So the must show numbers obviously include uh, the kind of listens you get on a per episode or a per week or a per month basis. Uh, how many subscribers do you have? What are your most heard uh, platforms? Uh, what are the devices? What are the geographies that you do well in? Now, these are the basics. This, so what we've so far built is that, hey, this is a show that reaches so many people who listen to it on this device and are in this geography. Mm. So we've built a bit of uh, a persona about uh, about your listener and about your show. The next question that the brand manager is going to have is, okay, great. Uh what can you offer me in terms of, let's say, advertising options? And how does my brand fit in? Hmm. Now, be very prepared to answer this question. And this is not necessarily an analytical question. But when you are sitting in front of a brand, know what you want, how they will rather fit in properly. Don't go to a brand hoping to have that answer from them because this is still a new medium for a lot of these yes. guys. Uh, they want to do stuff, but they just don't know what is possible. So if you have a sports show and if you're approaching a brand uh, let's say a sports apparel brand you know give them a sense of what they can expect maybe create a scratch for them with their brand integrated so they know what it'll sound like when it'll appear take that additional effort because beyond these stats uh, it's finally going to come down to where does my brand fit in is there a proper fit because now i know who's going to listen to it but what does it sound like on your show yeah have those questions ready you know mock it with yourself initially and do this q and a and the next question, of course, that comes is, okay, so what's the value? Hmm. Now, that's going to be the toughest piece of the conversation because perception is uh, that this should be cheap because it's a smaller industry. But on the other side, we are saying that there's a higher value. Hmm. And this is where that additional information that, hey, you know what? My show has so many people who reach this point in the show, hmm. which means they're a highly committed audience. And if I mention your brand at the beginning and in the middle, you are more likely than not to get at least so many people listening to it who are committed. Mm -hmm. Anyone listening to say 15 out of a 25 minute show is very interested in the topic, which means your chances of conversion are higher. And that's where you kind of keep a few aces up your sleeve mm -hmm. when it comes to the conversion metrics or when it comes to having a lot of uh, integrations. The other thing which is uh, very important is to not make any commitments on a very short term. Mm -hmm. You know, Don't make a two week campaign and make a commitment that I'll get you so many uh, viewers. You you don't know that you're going to be able to do that. I gave the sports example because we've recently done two deals with uh, global brands for our shows. Mm -hmm. And we were very clear in saying that this is a three-month arrangement. And in three months, we're going to deliver stuff to you because things move up and down. Mm. You know, presenter sometimes may not have a good day. An episode may not be exactly as you want it. Mm. That's fair. The human, we're all human. Mm. Uh, but over three months, it evens out. Yeah. And give yourself that chance. Give yourself that margin for error. Yeah, absolutely. I think those are really valuable points. And also just thinking that, hey, I'm going to put an advertisement on this one off episode and then this is going to drive me crazy numbers. Hmm, I don't think that's going to work. I mean, it might if the show has got an extremely huge audience, then you might see a little bit of you know traction there. But I think, you know, as you suggested, at least a month, the bare minimum, which is a four episodes, that's still like too low, but still like, you know, don't go beyond four is what I'm trying to say, right? So yeah, exactly. four and then, you know, and, and beyond that. Super. How much should I charge then? Oh, that's variable. I mean, how much do you think you're worth? 
So uh, it depends on what all you're offering. If it's a very standard suite of a pre-roll and a mid-roll, honestly, the market rate is as low uh, as 100 rupee CPM or even less. And yes, it is CPM as the base way of selling right now. A smarter way to do it would be, let's say for a month, charge a full value, uh, give all your inventory, give them additional stuff in terms of a host trade because this is, as you presumably your first experience with a brand, mm-hmm. uh, this gives you the highest chance for success as well. Mm. Uh, don't try to have a large profit in your first uh, association with any brand. Uh, over-deliver. Once you've over-delivered, once you yourself know what is possible, you're then able to slice that inventory into a couple of other pieces. Uh, and that's where you start to make money. So like with your content, start building up step by step. Uh, don't complicate your ad sales piece uh, too early on. Just look for one sponsor who will help you cover cost. If the answer to how much you should charge is cover cost for that episode to start with. And then start moving up and then grow your ambition. Once you've done that, you've started assigning a value to the number of listeners. If you have 100 listeners, you've charged 1000 rupees, you're charging 10 rupees per listener or 10 rupees per listen. Build from there. If your uh, advertising partner is happy and he's seen good results, your next conversation should be so great. So my cost per listen is 10 rupees. Uh, for you, I'll give you at 8 rupees. And I do 10,000 listens a month. And thank you very much. Here's your bill. Yeah. That's really where your conversation eventually needs to go. So arrive at your own pricing strategy and value. Absolutely. And also, you know, from the earlier point that you mentioned about like adding value, you know, I had um, one of the podcasting students who came back to me and said, hey, you know what, I got this deal with the travel company who is sending my parents and me to, you know, to a certain place to visit and they are, you know, kind of sponsoring our entire trip. Damn, that's amazing. You know, what was that conversation like? What did you tell them to, you know, sell them of this with this idea? And she goes and says, you know what? I mean, look at the kind of people that I bring on the show, you know, these are like really cool people, successful people. And think about the value that you are going to get, even if one or two of these people who are high net worth individual who are going to kind of, you know, check your product out. Don't you think that's going to be of value to you guys? And, you know, and it was amazing, right? I mean, she was now banking on the guests that she was bringing on her show. But actually, if you realize... Yeah, she's she's built that equity through the guests she'd already brought on. Yeah. And that's what helped her sell it. Yeah. The advertiser had come for future gains with the understanding that there is a bit of a legacy here in terms of the quality of guests and that's going to continue. Yeah. So it's a worthwhile investment for getting any mentions and awareness being driven through the show, which also kind of sets the profile of the listeners and therefore conversion. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Aditya. It's always a great pleasure connecting with you and having these conversations about podcasting and been what, I think two and a half years since we've started having these conversations in Bombay. Yeah. Bombay, we had this event where we were having the exact conversation, but I think the industry has evolved. Well, look, honestly, since that, since that, and I remember that uh, afternoon yeah. very vividly where a few of us were uh, speaking to a group. And I think since then, a lot has uh, changed. I mean, in the last six months itself, uh, we've reached a point yeah. where brands and agencies are talking yeah. to us more regularly. Yeah. They're sending us briefs saying, hey, if this is a brief to answer, if this is our objective mm-hmm. for October this year, uh, how can podcasting be a plan, yeah. uh, a part of our plans? And that's great. So that awareness is getting built. Uh, they are looking at this as a viable sort of extra option to their whole content and outreach strategy. So uh, it's definitely moved forward. Now comes the point where a few of these deals are clinched and podcasting delivers big on uh, brand goals. See, until that happens, uh, there is no reason for us to feel that you know brands yeah. don't spend on podcasting. It's it's time for podcasting to yeah. deliver on the brand's requirements and I don't see why brands will not come after that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Aditya. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Bijay. 
Podcast Unfiltered is a Wine Studio production. The show is produced by me, Vijay Gautam, and Anushka Pandey is their assistant producer. Shrey Obrue is our audio engineer for the show. You can find other podcasts produced by Wine Studio by visiting our website, wine.studio. That is W-Y-N.studio or searching Wine Studio on your podcast app. I'll see you in the next. Music.